Duff from Lizzie McGuire, and you're watching Disney Channel. Everything is not what it seems. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Mouse Madness, a podcast dedicated to bracketing all things Disney. I'm Chris Bowersox. And I'm Kyle Skinner. And we are your hosts for Mouse Madness. Each episode will focus on a single Disney topic, generate a bracket, and debate our way through the madness to figure out who or what is truly the best. Follow us and play along on Instagram at Mouse Madness Pod. Send us an email at mousemadnesspodcast at gmail.com or support us on Patreon by becoming a member of Jerry's gang at patreon.com slash mouse madness. Chris, we are leaving the world of music and we're heading into a realm that we don't visit too often. True. Uh, we've done a couple of shows based on the this topic here, but this is the first time we're actually diving into the shows of the Disney Channel and particularly this particularly their stars. So we are talking the best Disney Channel star bracket and I'm really excited for this one. Yeah, and and we previously broke down the best Disney Channel original movies. We broke down the best Disney Channel games athletes. And all of those brackets required a lot of education for me because I did not grow up a Disney Channel watcher in the slightest. Like not even a casual like once in a while total no knowledge whatsoever other than just what I absorb through pop culture. So to help me and to help us navigate this world of Disney Channel, we welcomed Julia to the pod. Julia, welcome back to Mouse Madness. So good to be back. It's been so long. (laughs) Yeah, and so, yeah, I mean, I I propose this bracket topic to you. Um, just asking kind of casually if you would be interested in something like this. And you said yes, immediately, yes. So what is your sort of experience with Disney Channel as a watcher? Why are you excited to be a part of this conversation? Literally my childhood. Like, I am completely the opposite in you in that, like, the second we got home from school, (laughs) if we weren't, like, doing sports or something, we turned on Disney Channel. So, and I still watch Disney Channel, actually, to this day. It's kind of, like, a comfort thing for me um, to even, like, have on in the background. So, I'm a huge, huge Disney Channel, the ear thing fan. (laughs) Ear wand. Yes, the ear wand. There it is. So... (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited to get going. All right. Well, we've got our co-host. We've got our topic. Let's talk spoonfuls of sugar. Kyle, what are you drinking? I am on my hydration game tonight. It's good. Uh, I uh, Yesterday, I... Funny story. Little personal funny story. Uh, yesterday, I went and grabbed drinks with our friend Christian, who is in town for, for a... Uh, I don't know, conference or something. For APEC. Um, he's meeting with Joe he, Biden. Yeah, he, he's, he's escorting Joey B around San Francisco. Um, and our other friend, Nick, and we we grabbed drinks last night. Uh, Nick is big baby, so he went home early, and Christian and I stayed out too late. So uh, on my way home, in a stupor from the beer and tequila shots that we were drinking, I left my telephone in the Uber no. as a classic drunk Kyle move. 
Yeah, bro, your texts were green this morning and I was a little bit concerned about it. Well, and so if you know me and know that I'm a social media manager and I have logins on this phone, I had to wipe the phone because I wasn't sure if my driver was going to continue to pick people up, Hmm. in which case my phone is gone. Uh, So woke up this morning and uh, it was it was still with him. Uh, and so I was able to go pick it up, but I had to wipe my phone mm. and then re. It, now it's just a mess. The phone is just a mess. Uh, so I'm I'm recovering still, and I'm gonna have a little water tonight. Uh, what are you two drinking over there? Yeah, I seem to remember someone leaving their phone in an Uber at a bachelor party at some point in history. I can't remember who or where, but couldn't have been me. It could not have been me. Um, well, <laughs> Kyle, uh, I am. I'm. I'm such a. I wouldn't say like I'm a neat freak, but I do get a lot of pleasure out of like emptying, like decluttering things, I guess would be the term, like getting, Mm -hmm. getting rid of things that I don't use anymore and just like freeing up space. So my fridge is one of those things for me where like, I am very particular about like keeping things that aren't being eaten in the fridge. Uh, even if it's like, still good like are we eating this no <laughs> like m- make roof room on the shelf we don't need three strawberry jams we're fine with just one so sure. um in in a fridge declutter moment i had a couple weeks ago i found a couple of lucy i got found a couple of lucy's oh. uh, in the fridge and one of those was a cut water lime margarita that yummy, i believe yummy. was left over from the skinner wedding Oh and my gosh. I don't know if it was alcohol that you had, but it was alcohol someone had and they sent me home with it. Uh-huh. Um, so I poured it into a little glass and I, of course, added my Trader Sam's yes. uh, Tiki Ice Cube. Uh, yes. So we got a little light up green situation going. Have you had Love one it. of these before? Julia is about to take a sip. Out I hope of she'll, it. Do the, she'll do the taste test. Little, she gave a little kombucha nod. It's super <laughs> strong. Every time I drink one of these, I just like. Go straight to the dome. Yeah. <laughs> so, Julia, other than sharing this with me, are you are you drinking anything in your Gideon's Bakehouse cup? <laughs> no, but I'm drinking water because I too am going to be a hydration queen. And for those, but it's a Gideon's tumbler, baby. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it's part of the merch hall in Florida, and the water tastes like little chocolate chip. It's got a little chocolate chip <laughs> taste to it. And and for those listening only to this episode, what are you what are you wearing, Julia? This is my prized possession, actually. <laughs> like seriously, my prized possession. So, if you've been to a Disney park recently, they've started this trend where they've started to make hoodies of various Disney characters. And when you put on the hood, it's like the ears and potentially <laughs> the face of the Disney character. So I'm wearing my Marie rendition of that hoodie. <laughs> and it is like the comfiest hoodie in the entire world. I'm already having anxiety about like when I'm going to have to wash it and like what's going <laughs> to happen. And like, I just want it to last forever. And I also look like my cat. <laughs> so I like in my head, I feel like she thinks I'm her mom even more so. So, yeah. Fresh fit. Fresh fit. Yeah. All right. So we got spoonfuls of sugar in hand. Kyle, you I, sneaky, sneaky boy went down to Disneyland for a little weekend trip. Uh, hope you all followed along on the Mouse Madness Instagram account. 
they're not following us. Give us a follow. <laughs> um, but but you managed to 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 do a little round in the park and do a little demographic survey to get our uh, sixteen best Disney Channel stars. Sure who did. did. You, who did you survey? Sure did. Uh, I went into the parks with uh, Powerhouse Tess mm. actually uh, for a day at Disneyland, and it happened to be the the day after the new Adventureland Treehouse opened up. Uh, and so Tess and I were able to go take a little stroll through the house, through the tree. Uh, gorgeous. They did such a great job. What the, the five word review is that it is pretty amazing. Uh, I loved it a lot. Uh, it, it's very reminiscent of the Swiss family Robinson Treehouse, but it's also different and it has its own story and it's related to the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. And it's just very well done. And so as we were, you know, slowly making our way, because, of course, everyone's stopping and, and taking in the sights, I, got, I was able to ask some people, hey, uh, you obviously like nostalgia. You're, you're very nostalgic about this treehouse here. So tell me about Disney Channel. What are some of the, the stars that you remember from Disney Channel shows, movies, whatever? Uh, and they gave me a ton, which was awesome. Uh, so we got 16 repeats that made it into this bracket. And of course, since there's so much content from Disney Channel now that it's like over 30 years old, uh, some missed the dance. So uh, who are a couple for you? One for me is my guy, Zac Efron, uh, did yeah. not make our field of 16. And, you know, th it's really interesting. And I really can't wait to dive in to kind of talk about like what a Disney star really is but Zach's just one of those guys that never really grew out of his one role in one movie you know he right. didn't go on to have a successful uh, music career after that <laughs> he he wasn't in Disney series he wasn't even in any other Disney Channel original movies he just kind of like did that one thing he was Troy and then on to the next thing so um, while that's how he kind of got his start you know Disney star I think Zach Efron's kind of almost in a, in a different category at this point. Yeah. And another one is someone who kind of had the opposite problem. It's like he, it was involved in so many Disney things for a hot second, never really did anything else. And to this day, all he really does is go on podcasts and talk about <laughs> his time as a Disney child star. And that's Mitchell Musso. Yeah. Uh, I, I really kind of related to the, the, the quirky, funny guy friend with long hair uh, trope who always wore a hoodie, even if it was hot outside. Uh, mm -hmm. So I liked, I liked his general attitude on anything that he was in, whether it was the Disney channel games or just doing, just like, you know, doing his thing off sure. camera. So those would be two for me. How about you? Uh, I've got one and it's Kyla Pratt. Uh, and she was the voice of Penny proud in the proud family, which is a show that you know, I'll get into this a little bit, but I, I very quickly realized that I did not watch a ton of Disney Channel yeah. growing up. And if I did, it was very specific shows. Lots of Even Stevens, lots of Proud Family. Uh, and I just really like uh, her performance in the Proud Family as Penny. It's a very relatable character. And she went on to do like, you know, uh, the Circle of Stars band that they put together of the other Disney Channel stars. So she had a bit of like a Disney Channel music career as well. Uh, yeah, I, I really like Kyla Pratt. I think that she would have snuck on here if maybe she was in like a live action role. Uh, but she missed the dance for me. 
Uh, Julia, any stars that you can think of that you are surprised isn't on this bracket? Yeah, I'm really surprised that Vanessa Ann Hudgens isn't on here. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I guess I relate to the girl. Not really. But yeah, she's not on there. Christy Carlson Romano. Another yeah. very interesting take. She's like no longer in the business, but like kind of has like a YouTube presence where she talks about like her time on Even Stevens and like mm. her time working with Shia. And it's, it is Shia, right? Shia, mm-hmm. not Shyla. Yeah, Shia. And very, very interesting. But yeah, I would say those are probably my main two. All right. Well, we've got 16 Disney Channel stars to start breaking down and find the best. Uh, let's cue up that dramatic music. And here we go. At the number one seed, it's the best of both worlds. It is Miley Cyrus. Cadet Kelly herself clocks in at number two. It's Hilary Duff. Marching into the three seed is Miss Camp Rock herself. It's Demi Lovato. If you're ready, come and get the number four seed. It's Selena Gomez. Seeing into the future at the five seed, it's Raven Simone. He's breaking even at number six. It's Shia LaBeouf. Taking off unlike any other Disney Channel star at the number seven seed is Olivia Rodrigo. Three for the price of one at the number eight seed, it's the Jonas Brothers. Double trouble at the nine seed, it's the Sprouse Twins. Feeling euphoric at number 10 is Zendaya. Honestly, didn't even realize she was on the Disney Channel. At the number 11 seed, it's Bella Thorne. Feeling fabulous at number 12 is Ashley Tisdale. Taking us out to the ranch at the number 13 seed is Joey Lawrence. With the best closet at the Tipton Hotel at number 14 is Brenda Song. TJ Detweiler, is that you? At the 15 seed, it's Andrew Lawrence. And Wicked to the Bone at number 16 is Dove Cameron. Uh, Julia, okay, so, so we talked a little bit about Stars that missed the dance, and we got our field of kind of 16 Disney Channel stars. How are you feeling about these rankings? How are you feeling about the stars that did make this bracket? Some of them I'm a little like, what the actual heck? How could they (laughs) make it instead of this person? But I have my favorites going into this, and I am starting to already feel the anxiety. (laughs) Because (laughs) if my... I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. I mean, it wouldn't be Mouse Madness without some favorites going down. But before we get there, I'll go ahead and get things started with the number one seed, Miley Cyrus versus number 16, Dove Cameron. So there's so many different ways to kind of like go into how to break this down. It's like like a lot of these people, these performers have movies they were in. They have Mm -hmm. TV shows they were in. They Mm -hmm. have music that they did for Disney. They Mm -hmm. also have like careers beyond Disney. And and the thing with Disney stars is a lot of them are involved in just random things like little bumpers before Disney channel shows or like they're a part of awards shows and they go to premieres. And so like beyond actors, they are personalities. That's, that's what makes all of these such fascinating people to talk about. And so I, I did a little bit of like background work on some of these people. Um, and the one thing that I thought was kind of the most fun was looking at who's, who's got a stage name and who's using the real name. 
Oh, interesting. Uh, and so Miley Cyrus, wouldn't you know her name's not actually Miley. What Miley Cyrus was born Destiny Hope Cyrus. Whoa. <laughs> wow. um, but like, unfortunately, so unfortunately, we're getting the best uh, birth name out of the way in this matchup with <laughs> Dove Cameron because Dove Cameron is not her real name. Ah. Dove Cameron's birth name is Chloe Celeste Hosterman. Yeah, she needed to change it if she's going to be a Disney star. <laughs> this is Chloe Hosterman in yeah. the Descendants. Yeah, Dove Cameron. That's a, that is a really good stage name. It's a very good stage name. Uh, so obviously we've got Miley Cyrus coming in at the number one seed and it's, it's kind of a, it's one of those brackets where like, I don't know that the one seed is necessarily like a clear one seed. I think there are definitely a few that you could slot in at number one, but I think Miley definitely makes a strong case. Like a lot of these stars, Miley has a career that kind of blossomed post Disney. But I think Miley is one that it's really hard to separate her from her Disney roots just yeah. because she played a pop star on the Disney channel and she became a pop star in real life as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's like she she pretended to be Hannah Montana for so long that she she became Hannah Montana. Um, right. Obviously, her name is Destiny and maybe that was her destiny, right? Born to... <laughs> Born as the daughter of a country uh, music star yeah. and goddaughter to Dolly Parton herself. So like right. she definitely uh, is on that chosen one arc of sorts. Um, Dove Cameron, I, here's the thing is that there's this common sort of like philosophy, I guess, these days that like move, there are no more movie stars, right? Like... Mm there aren't stars today, like actors that let's, we'll say like that began their career in the late 2010s. Right. Mm -hmm. And today they're making movies and you're like, Oh, you gotta watch, you gotta watch the new Timothy Chalamet. Like you have to, right. He's in Willy Wonka. And guess what? (laughs) People probably aren't going to watch it. Sure. But you know, during some of the, I guess like the era that some of these Disney channel stars existed in, that was still true, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and so I think you look at someone like Miley Cyrus up against someone like Dove Cameron and you under, you, you can see that kind of on display where yeah. Miley Cyrus was a household name, even though sh- her program might not have been on in your household. Mm-hmm. She's on magazines. And when you have cable television, it's sometimes hard to escape uh, the products that these people appear in. Right. Uh, internet, social media has come around. There are way more ways to keep ourselves entertained. So entertainment is a lot more fragmented. And that's kind of how where Dove Cameron comes in. She really didn't get her big Disney Channel break until she was in The Descendants, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know if mm-hmm. that or um, Maddie, Live and Maddie came first, but... Um, uh, it was Liv and Maddie was first, yeah. I believe, and then Descendants. But either way, like these are things that the average person on the street probably wouldn't know exist. Uh, right. And they probably need to be like reminded who Dove Cameron is. They probably only know her from the Neutrogena lotion commercial or whatever <laughs> skincare product that she's advertising <laughs> right now. And like, that's not like, I, I don't, 
I think that that's unfair to Dove Cameron because she actually, I think if you put Dove Cameron up against Miley Cyrus, she's an objectively better performer. I think Dove Cameron's a better actress, better mm. singer. And I think mm. she's super funny too. Okay. There's a great, um, one of those, you know, like those wired interviews where they do the Google autocomplete and yeah. then they make the, the, the person talk about it, uh, on Dove Cameron's, it's like, is Dove Cameron the voice of the minions? And she's like, what? Oh my God, that's so funny. And then she like does a minions impression that is like crazy good. Um, and and uh, Maddie and Liv, that's the name of the show? Liv and Liv Maddie? Liv and Maddie, yeah. Man, this is going to be tough. Like I said, not a Disney Channel guy. Yeah. Uh, Liv and Maddie, she's actually really funny in that as well because she is double cast. So she has a dual role. She's, she plays both of a both people both, both twins yeah, both in roles. a set yeah yeah uh and so she has to sort of like be a little bit different in both roles and she, i think she brings some really great comedy to the, hmm. the little bit of that show that i've seen so like i said i think she is a better performer uh and she represents sort of the the generation that came behind us when it comes yes. to like fans as well you look at Dove Cameron's social media presence and it is apparent the difference in the generation that she's trying to appeal to. Mm -hmm. She's got that Gen Z kind of energy look uh, and social media presence about her. So seeing these, these two up against each other in a lot of ways feels like apples to oranges, but we're talking about stars yeah. and without doubt, Miley Cyrus is the bigger star. Like I said, I don't know that she's the better star. I think for this matchup though, and probably for the lot of the first round, I'm going to have to go with just the bigger star and that's Miley Cyrus for me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm also going to move Miley along here. And I think that even if Dove is a better actress, I off I honestly don't think that makes her the better Disney Channel star because to me the Disney Channel stars that are the best are the ones that are actually like not that great at acting. You know like it's like these Disney Channel shows are so cheesy and it's so often so low budget and so low quality that that's what sticks with me. Like you have Miley Cyrus who's playing also two roles, she's being the pop star and then she's being like normal Miley and like the way that they disguise her is like changing her wig and like no one realizes that it's not Miley and it's not Hannah Montana. Like that is peak like silliness of Disney Channel. Uh, yeah, I agree. Miley definitely has the the better household name and she really took the world by storm and you knew she was from the Disney Channel and that makes her a pretty good Disney Channel star. Uh, Julia, would you have made the same decision? Um, Two things kind of unrelated but um dove cameron and i have like a weird fifth degree of separation mm. i've actually seen her um on the streets of new york and also rehearsing at pearl studios mm. um and she grew up with one of my friends from new york i think she's ah. from like anaheim or i don't know no idea. anyway for those of you listening she has a really good um She's a really good musical theater performer and has actually done several live um, performances, which I encourage you to check out. She's a great Mamma Mia. She's a great Sophie and Mamma Mia. Hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway, I would probably choose Miley, too. Um, I remember when she first came out, she was huge, like absolutely huge. She was everywhere. People were obsessed with her. And we still sing Best of Both Worlds in my office to this day. <laughs> so 
Yeah. Love it. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about this next matchup. It's number eight, the Jonas Brothers taking on number nine, the Sprouse Twins. It's Battle of the Fams here. <laughs> and I like, I remember watching Sweet Life. Um, I don't know that I watched it necessarily like religiously, but I definitely remember watching it. And that was, that felt like a very, very authentically Disney Channel show. Uh, where things, everything kind of takes place in one spot. <laughs> the set, they're either in their hotel room or they're in the hotel lobby. Like it's, it's very, very low effort. Uh, but the the acting is is so cheese, and they land it in this. The the Sprouse twins. Um, so we know them obviously from Sweet Life. They had a spinoff show that was like Sweet Life on Deck or something like that. Uh, they were in the a couple generations later circle of stars they obviously were in the disney channel games so these two were like the boy the boy versions of hannah montana and miley cyrus where like it feels like they were really touted out as like the the boy demographics idol for disney channel while miley was doing it for the girls uh in hannah montana and like they were being paraded everywhere they were showing up in crossover episodes with other shows at the time. They're taking part in all of these events and these charity events representing the Disney Channel and like that kind of like clean, polished, your your neighbor neighborhood, you know, twins that you feel like you go to school with uh, is really what they try to to make happen with some of these Disney stars. And I think they really land it with the Sprouse twins. Uh, so I really like them here. Jonas Brothers, they had some interesting times on the Disney Channel. Uh, they were a, like a music act before they showed up on Disney Channel. Uh, they really got their their feet wet with the Cheetah Girls. I mean, that's where they kind of started showing up in the Disney zeitgeist is that they were they toured with the Cheetah Girls. Uh, and and so once they're connected to, you know, another star we'll talk about later, Raven Simone. They're given opportunity to not only have their own shows, but also the Camp Rock series. And that's really what we know them best by on the Disney Channel. Uh, they had a show called Jonas that lasted a couple of seasons. They had a like a reality series called The Jonas Brothers Living the Dream that lasted from 2008 to 2010. But like they were really known more as the band than they were Disney Channel stars. And I think that's why I'm going to give it to the Sprouse Twins here. They feel more like Disney Channel stars. The Jonas Brothers feel like this tween band that shows up on Disney Channel properties uh, and tries to bring in an audience that maybe isn't already watching the Disney Channel. Sprouse twins were like born and bred in Disney Channel, touted around like Miley Cyrus. I think that they become the better stars here. I really um, don't love using the term vanilla to describe people. Um, just because I really like vanilla as a flavor. So I don't, I don't like the fact that it's sometimes used uh, as something that's maybe not good. Yeah. <laughs> but my God, are the Jonas Brothers a vanilla experience uh, during this era? I, I didn't really start following the lives or music of the Jonas Brothers until they had gone their separate ways and started solo projects. Right. I thought their solo work was a lot more interesting than than what they did in their sort of like Disney music label days, yeah. their camp rock days. Um, but ultimately, like I think these guys are pretty boring 
Yes, they're very like, Give me Nick and then leave the two others at home. Um, <laughs> Nick's the... Yes, yes, he is. Yeah, Nick is the one who was in Scream Queens and yeah. he's like... Oh, yeah. Um, he's married to um, Priyanka Chopra, right? Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, give me him and then the other two can go home. Hey, don't uh, forget there's a fourth one. That just isn't. Oh yeah, that's doing true. Much. That's true. He ha- he had it right. He has his own. I think he has his own band. I think he's in a punk band. Yeah, his name's like Bob Jonas. Is or something. <laughs> I think he's the oldest. Oldest. I'm sorry. Um, Frankie Jonas is the youngest of the Jonas Brothers. Hmm. Um. Regardless, I I. I have the exact same sort of impression that you do of the Sprouse twins where the sweet life is good. Um, they did such a good job being spokespeople for the Disney company, for the Disney channel specifically. Uh, and I think at the time that they were popular, which was like what, 2009 to 2012 or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think they really embodied like what it felt like to be a kid at that time as well. Totally. And what, what it was, what it was cool to act like when you were that age. So I, 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 I respect the Sprouse twins from a distance. Uh, and I'm going to move them on as well. Uh, but before we do, I just wanted to mention that based on my research, the Jonas brothers, uh, all go by their actual given names, except for <laughs> one. So Kevin Jonas, his real name is actually Paul. Kevin Jonas Jr. Oh, interesting. He's actually out here as a PJ and going by <laughs> Kevin. Uh, but yeah, then you've also got Joseph Adam Jonas and Nicholas Jerry Jonas. Jerry. Nick Jerry. He's got a <laughs> first name as a middle name. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Sprouses are Cole, Cole Mitchell Sprouse and Dylan Thomas Sprouse. Okay, yeah. Anyways... Uh, we're moving the Sprouse twins on. Julia, do you do you think you would have done the same if it came down to you? I'm just surprised you weren't like diehard Jonas. That's it. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. They're both vanilla. <laughs> um all right. Next matchup. Ooh. This one's this one's gonna be good. It's the number four seed Selena Gomez versus number thirteen Joey Lawrence. Yeah. Now, Joey Lawrence, uh, born Joseph Lawrence Mignona <laughs> the third. Oh, he's the third. He's the third Joey Lawrence uh, up against Selena Marie Gomez. She, she's right. straight down the middle. <laughs> now, I think Joey, the Lawrence bros had a moment. They had a oh. moment in like the, the throughout the entire 90s and Joey himself really didn't do a lot with Disney, but he did the voice of Oliver in Oliver and Company. Yeah, which I is, had no idea. It's one of those things that, like, you probably you probably know him from his decom with his brother Horse Sense. Like, that's probably yes. what you know him from. You know him from being like a general sort of teenage heartthrob at the time. If you've never seen a Joey Lawrence music video, you need to watch <laughs> one because they're so damn good. <laughs> yeah. 
Is he singing though? Yeah, he sings, he raps, he dances, he acts, and he just like is a vibe. He's like Mark Mark Wahlberg light. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, but but like he also did Oliver, which it's honestly sort of rare that you ha- so many of these Disney Channel stars are like insulated it's like there's like this disney channel silo and mm-hmm. it's a little bit weird because you would think that disney would want to sort of cross over their television stars with the studio and giving them voice acting parts like miley cyrus did um do some work in bolt but mm-hmm. like there there are fewer than you think there would be uh mm-hmm. so to see joey lawrence as oliver like that's that's kind of amazing actually yeah. Uh, and I think he also did like a random background character in the Goofy movie or something. Yeah, he was the um, the after today. He's the like buff jock dude mm. during that sequence. Yeah, uh, he probably goes ends up with the textbooks. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> they had they actually had a sitcom. It wasn't on Disney Channel. I think it was on like the CW or NBC yeah. or something. Uh, it was called Brotherly Love. And it was mm-hmm. all three of the Lawrence bros. So Joey and Andrew, who was on this bracket, did Disney stuff. And I think the other one didn't really do any Disney, but he was the one that's in Mrs. Doubtfire. He's the brother right. in Mrs. Doubtfire. Correct. That's what you know him from. So that's Joey. That's all I have to say about Joey. <laughs> But Selena Gomez, obviously, she was Alex in Wizards of Waverly Place. And I did not watch that show. And so I tried to, like, watch a few episodes. And I really couldn't get a very good feel for, like, her character. Hmm. It didn't seem to be particularly strong. Like, not to Selena Gomez's fault. But it felt more like... We've been rewatching Sabrina the Teenage Witch in this house, uh-huh. like the original one, not like the Netflix one that's like Scary got one. satanic undertones to it. <laughs> right. Um, and it felt like a Disney version of that, where it was more so about like the concept of like, what if someone who had magical powers went to an American high school, like or middle school, whatever it is, I don't know. Uh, and like, what what would they do with those powers? Uh, so I think what she was sort of supposed to represent was just sort of like your average kid. It was sort mm. of like a fantasy uh, fantasy premise for a sitcom. Right? Sure. And, and the show was more about the, the plot, the hijinks that happen on the show more than getting to know a, a particularly interesting character or anything like that. Uh, Selena, I thought, did a, a good job, though, uh, in, in the yeah. part. Um, and obviously, though, her claim to fame is her her music career. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that she's probably one of the top three in terms of like talent when it comes to like Disney Channel stars that we're talking about today. Um, yeah. But definitely in terms of like commercial success, she might be number one uh, that yeah, we're talking probably. about today. Again, like this idea of like the Disney channel star and them achieving fame later, like Britney Spears was technically like on a Mouseketeer, <laughs> Like, so she's a Disney channel star. Not really. Right. Um, but you know, Selena's like the most followed Instagram account or like she's in the <laughs> top five or something like Selena Gomez is massive. Yeah. Uh, and I think for me, she's somewhere in between someone like, Miley Cyrus, where I have a hard time separating her from Disney and someone like, um, I don't know who else is on here. That's sort of like Olivia Rodrigo. 
mm-hmm. know, like I'd really like her in high school musical to musical, but she feels like she's something else now. Uh, so, yeah. so, so like, I feel like Selena Gomez is probably somewhere in the middle for me. Sure. I don't know. This one's really tough. I, I think Selena Gomez is the bigger star, but I don't know that it's because of Disney. It feels like she kind of took off after the fact and it was kind of like, Oh, did you know that? Like, she was on that show. I mean, Wizard's mm-hmm. Waverly Place was a huge show. Like, I'm huge not gonna show. undersell that. I didn't watch huge it. Huge show. Um, I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm a curveball. I'm gonna go with Joey Lawrence. I like the I like the Lawrence Pro thing, and uh, let's do that. Yeah, I mean, I I wish that I could have fun and also go with Joey Lawrence here, but like he's he's definitely not a bigger Disney Channel star. He definitely was in two films that I remember the most in Horse Sense and then uh, Jumping Ship, I think, was the sequel to Horse Sense. Uh, And he also was a voice actor in uh, Emperor's New School. He was Franklin in Recess. So uh, he's done some Disney Channel stuff uh, on the animated world as well. But like the stardom that is Selena is massive. Uh, The... Wizards of Waverly Place, like you, I didn't really watch that, but it ran from 2007 to 2012, which is a pretty long Disney Channel TV show runtime. Like They don't last more than two seasons usually, and this one was on for a lot. And during that stretch, she became one of the 10 highest paid children stars of all time. She was making between $20,000 and $30,000 an episode doing that show. That is bonkers uh, and then she ended up like not only having this massive uh music career but she also was very popular within that kid audience like she won a ton of kids choice awards she won 12 of them and that's the most ever by one human being so like she is a star to the demographic of disney channel as well and they really put her up on a pedestal Uh, And I saw I just really like her. I think I mean, I don't really know the show at all, but I know that it was somewhat good spawned a couple of movies as well. Uh, So she's just more prevalent. She's more relevant. Uh, Joey Lawrence had a moment as like that, that heartthrob, but not in the sense of some of these Disney Channel stars. So, Julia, you're going to go ahead and break a tie. Is it going to be Selena or is it going to be Joey Lawrence? Uh, This is actually really hard. Um, I know what the right thing to do is, but, oh, crap. I might be kind of a jerk for personal reasons. So when we're talking about this, it brings me back to when Miley and Selena were having, like, beef. (laughs) And I remember, and, like, I'm just remembering this, talking about this, and I remember just, like, really disliking selena like my like nine-year-old brain just like was so (laughs) mad at selena because like i was such a miley cyrus stan and Uh such a hannah montana stan um and i'm sure this is like no offense to like selena gomez or anything like that i'm sure she's a wonderful human being um but i like from a you know i don't know from a looking at it like from a performer perspective i was never really like into her music or anything and i never watched wizards of waverly place and like listening to you talk about how successful it was i'm like oh my gosh (laughs) i'm gonna have to maybe rethink my decision but i'm gonna actually also go with joey lawrence 
I'm so sorry. But Selena, like you're awesome. But it's just me being a jerk. So (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mouse Madness. But it's Joey Lawrence. Joey Lawrence, baby. Joey Lawrence off the ranch into the Elite Eight uh, in a surprising upset. All right. Let's talk about this next matchup here. We've got a pretty powerhouse battle here. It's the number five Raven Simone taking on the number 12 Ashley Tisdale. Uh, So we all know Raven. And she really got her start before Disney, before the Disney Channel, on The Cosby Show. Uh, And that's really, as a child actor, what brought her onto the scene. And she did a lot of children's roles or uh, like child roles throughout her life until she lands That's So Raven, which, like Wizards, was a show that lasted for much longer than many other Disney Channel TV shows go. And I think it's because it was fun and it was different and it it had you know people of color and like and so it it remained popular from 2003 to 2007 and it was the highest rated and longest running show until you get to wizards of waverly place uh the first disney channel show as well to have four seasons and over 100 episodes so like this was the birth of content for disney channel and they started rinsing repeating we are going to do the three camera sitcom we're going to have the laugh track. We're going to have a trio of characters that are all a little bit weird and all a little bit wonky and, and, and different. Uh, and that's going to be our formula. And you'd get that with Sweet Life. You get that with Wizards. You get that with like Phil of the Future. Um, and so that's a, so Raven uh, really carried, I think, Disney Channel on her back for a very long time. Uh, they found a star in her. So they give her her own TV show. Uh, she has some sort of musical ability. So they say, hey, we're going to also put you in the Cheetah Girls. And so Cheetah Girls has all of these decoms at the same time that that's a Raven is happening. But it allows Raven to be a little bit more of the like young adult as opposed to like the tween idol uh, within Cheetah Girls. She obviously also was in Xenon and did a ton of the different crossovers with the shows, was on Circle of Stars. And then she even came back to Disney Channel in 2017 with the spinoff Raven's Home series. So I believe that's either still going on or just ended, but that show had at least six seasons. So like she is a mainstay when it comes to Disney Channel. And when you think of Raven Simone, at least when I do, I think Disney Channel. She had a falling off moment where things were getting a little weird with Raven. She shows up on The View, I believe, and and is a co-host. I think it's The Talk. The, okay, one of them, one of the, the, the table talk, uh, talk morning shows, um, and then she comes back to to Disney Channel. So she was kind of, you know, I I think she carried. I think she carried a lot of the weight. She had what was really the first successful running show, uh, and I think that that is a lot. And then you also have Ashley Tisdale, who has such a breadth of experience with the disney channel of course you have her in high school musical and all of the the different films there you have her as the voice of candace in phineas and ferb which is a apparently really popular and really good tv show but i've never watched it Mm -hmm. um and it sounds like it's coming back so like she's even going to be back on the disney channel uh creating new content for them now uh she Obviously, was all over like the Disney Mania franchises. She was in Disney Channel games. Uh, and 
found this out and I feel like I probably brought this up before and I just forgot about it with uh, as I did with a lot of these stars but she was the the voice of the lead blueberry scout in Bugs Life oh, yeah. <laughs> as as a child obviously uh, and so she she's a she's a Disney kid um in this matchup I'm gonna go Raven and I'm gonna go Raven because I think that while now nostalgia looking back uh, there's a lot of stands for Ashley Tisdale and her character Sharpay in High School Musical but unfortunately at the time she was really overshadowed by Zach and Vanessa, uh, who then went on to kind of be more of the faces of that franchise than Ashley was. Oh, and Ashley was also was she in um, Sweet Life? Yeah, she was. Um, she was a um, Maddie in um, Sweet yeah, Life. That's right. That's right. Um, so she was yeah part of a very popular show. But again, I think people really connected with uh, London Tipton, who we're talking about later, and then the 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 Sprouse twins. Raven was just a powerhouse man, and I think that she is the bigger star and the I think the better star uh, here. So I'm gonna go with Raven. Ashley Tisdale, you can tell that Disney really tried to push her into that next level of stardom, into yeah. that sort of Miley level, into that demi level. And for some reason, she just never got there. And I don't know what it really was. I know she was a little bit older yeah. than, than those two, kind of when she started getting traction as a Disney star. So that could have had something to do with it. Like she, she couldn't really play as like a teen idol. She was more like an Avril Lavigne, sort of like young adult at the mm -hmm. time. So mm -hmm. Disney just might have sort of mishandled it. But you mentioned kind of there being stands for for Sharpay. And I think this is one thing I like about Ashley Tisdale, but also a lot about a lot of Disney Channel performers. Disney does a really good job making everyone on the show relatable. Uh, if they're if they're a recurring character, you know, you, you look at someone like um, Angelica Pickles in Rugrats. Like she is yeah. such, she is such clearly the bad guy in, in the show, but she has a lot of the similar character traits that Sharpay does in yeah. high school musical. You know, yeah. she's a little bit spoiled. She's a little bit bratty. She wants everything to be her way. And Disney has a way of sort of making that character be someone that kids can relate to, you know, sure. to, to say like, you know, Hey, maybe being, a B is fun. Like maybe it's good. Like maybe we should all embrace our fat in our fabulous, like once in a <laughs> while. And like, I, like, I think that's great. So I, I think that's kind of what Ashley Tisdale sort of represents when we think about her as a Disney star, you know, yeah. she's, she's that sort of like almost like modern day princess. Mm, and, and I, and I like that about her. She she dominates the cosmetics aisle at Target. <laughs> What's her brand? I don't know. It's like Renesmee or something like that. <laughs> Renesmee. <laughs> but um, she's up against Raven, and unfortunately for Ashley Tisdale, Raven is just a just a powerhouse of a of a Disney star. And and I think I'm trying to think of a a good comparison, like. I'm trying to think of an like what's like an athlete that uh, like Sidney Crosby. 
All right. Like Raven Simone is like Sidney Crosby, hmm. where I think if Sidney Crosby was on pace to have like a Gretzky level NHL career and he got hurt and he's yeah. been really good, like Hall of Fame level, but mm-hmm. not like legend sure. level where like Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about Raven. Like, I think that Disney broke her at some point. Big time. Because she is so incredibly good. And that's so Raven. Yes. Like, she is so funny. She's a great actress, but she knows how to, like, bring it down, too. So, right. like, I can't help but think, like, what if that's so Raven only ran for two seasons and they do like they normally do with the Disney channel show and they just throw it into syndication and run those same two seasons again and again. Mm-hmm. Like, and what if Raven sort of like broke out of that Disney bubble? Like, you know, there's a chance that she could be so much bigger than the former Disney star who now just sort of like sits and, and is a commentator. Yeah. I, like I she agree could, with that. She could have been a very prolific, uh, comedic actress. I think. Yeah, I think um, so you know, over, over a very long time. So, um, but regardless, we are talking about Disney channel. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely giving it to Raymond, Simone, Christina Pearman, uh, <laughs> over, over Ashley, Michelle Tisdale. So we are in agreement. Julia, uh, would you have gone with Raven as well? A hundred percent. I think that girl is so incredibly talented has made me cry, laugh on multiple occasions. Do you guys know, like, why did she get, did Disney, like, mess her up? The machine. Yes. The machine that is the Disney Channel wore out these kids. Like, it it is a brutal work environment. They're doing a lot over a short amount of time, every single day, being touted around, um, you know, having to do all of these, all of those hits. If you look at the, like, behind the scenes of the, um, that your ear wand shoots, yeah. They, they were over it like they did oh. not want to be there none of them because it was like at the end of one of the the Crazy uh, like a long days. day yeah yeah so i think that's what we mean like the machine yeah, itself yeah, yeah. broke her yeah it's very interesting because like i was having a conversation like years ago with somebody i knew who would like watch something on the show and apparently like the morale on that So Raven, like on set, was like really, really good, and they were all a family, and they really supported each other. So, yeah, it's just interesting yeah. to talk about, you know. All right, let's hop over to the other side of the bracket where we have the number two seed Hillary Duff versus number fifteen Andrew Lawrence. Mm. It's another, it's another Lawrence, bro. And here's this, this is the the, the Lawrence, the Lawrence bros <laughs> naming the nomenclature of the Lawrence bros is confusing to me now because Andrew Lawrence's birth name's Andrew James Lawrence. Okay. And Joey Lawrence's birth name was Joseph Lawrence Mignogna the third. <laughs> so how did Joey Lawrence's middle name become the other Lawrence bros' last names? Unless Joey Lawrence has no middle name and instead has two last names. Yeah, could be that. And yeah, and he's up against Hillary Erhard Duff. <laughs> Holy German Hillary Erhard Duff. So you talked about how the Sprouse twins were so good about being like ambassadors for Disney. Hillary Duff might be the gold standard for Mm. representing the 
ideal sort of attitude that Disney would want a star to have. Yeah. Yeah. Because listening to Hillary Duff talk off screen and she, and she, I think channels a lot of the same energy into her um, Lizzie McGuire character. Very approachable, Mm -hmm. very just sort of like normal kind of gal that you just chill on a beanbag chair with in the (laughs) nineties and like play some Nintendo 64 or something. Yeah. Uh, and, And I think that that was kind of the edge Disney channel had over those other children's programming networks at the time, cartoon network, Nickelodeon, uh, even Absolutely. some of like the Saturday morning cartoon stuff like Disney were real kids that you felt like you would probably want to hang out. And Hillary Duff was one of them. And mm-hmm. Lizzie McGuire, I think the way that the show has that sort of like narration element to it also like plays into that idea that like not just Lizzie, but Hillary Duff is like a very thoughtful person. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we heard her talk about 9-11 just absolutely laying into it. <laughs> talk about the poster child for, for you know, that, that idol kid, the one that you want to be or that your parents would want you to be. It is Hillary Duff talking about 9-11 during the Express Yourself segments. <laughs> and if I remember the Lizzie McGuire character correctly, please correct me if I'm wrong. She definitely wasn't a popular kid. She was kind of like a, uh, an outcast kid, but was like cool too. I don't know. Is that right? I wouldn't say she's an outcast. She's definitely not an outcast. She's probably like just really represents like the normal girl. Right. right? Like the normal, like not popular, not unpopular, just trying to find herself and like her new adolescent body and mind um which i think was very very relatable across the masses and you can hear that honestly in like the intro title song to that show compare Mm -hmm. it's pretty low key (laughs) and you compare it to something like hannah montana where it's just like boom 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 yeah (laughs) you know and like it's supposed to set you up for this like crazy amazing fantasy experience Uh, and then you just have kind of the down-to-earth nature of um lizzie mcguire right lil lil andrew lawrence i mean (laughs) you you shout you called it out already in the intros but i was today years old when i learned that that andrew lawrence was tj detweiler in recess yeah, save. Uh, I had no clue. And and as soon as I like paired the two in my head, I was like, oh my God, it's it's him. Yeah, it is. <laughs> he is him. He is TJ. Uh-huh. And like I thought TJ Detweiler was the sickest dude. <laughs> and I was a little kid and watched Recess and like, is Disney re- is Recess Disney? Like it, it was an ABC show, I think, when I watched it. Uh, it was on a Saturday morning cartoon kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know that I connect the two in my head, but yeah, I thought, I thought TJ was dope. He had yeah. that backwards hat. <laughs> yeah. Cool kid. I'm wearing a backwards hat right yeah, now. Like I'm rocking him TJ Detweiler business. Channeling him. Um, he was in he was in a few decoms, obviously, co-starred with Joey and Horace Sense. He was in uh uh Going to the Mat, Headed to the Mat, what is it called? 
Um, yeah, going to the mat. Going to the mat is a little little wrestling boy. Uh huh. Also in in jump ship. The thing that I'll go back to is that Disney Channel. There's a character for everyone. Like if you can't relate to this character, you can probably relate to this one. And Andrew Lawrence was the little bro character. Mm-hmm. You know, like he was the one that was a little bit quieter. Uh, he was the one who was a little bit misunderstood. He was the one, other one that was probably a little bit more emotional and introspective. And that shined through in a lot of his um, performances. But it also kind of was like how, how, like how he fit into his family, uh, like dynamic between like his other brothers. Joey's obviously like the, the heartthrob and Andrew's like the sleeper. He's like the sleeper brother. And I think he ended up being like a director or something, uh, ended up being kind of like the more, the more artsy one. Yeah. This is a, this is another one where like <laughs> at the end of the day, Andrew Lawrence didn't do a whole lot. Um, Hillary Duff, I think, is a is a powerhouse at number two. I think I'm going to go with her in this matchup pretty easily. You you did, failed to mention uh, that Andrew Lawrence was also in the 2000 DCOM The Other Me, which I remember watching a lot as a kid, and has it existed in a time in which Disney was ready to insert a dance break in these like drama comedies at any moment smart house you have the dance break in which the the boys bring up slam dunk da funk uh on the big screen and have a little dance party with just just the boys and then in other me you have andrew lawrence standing up on a table it's like the twin him shutting down the cafeteria with a dance to bring the noise by nsync stuck with me and Disney lost the rights to to bring the noise. So if you stream Other Me now, it's a different song that he's dancing to. And it's like a generic like boy group song. And it's so funny. But I was obsessed with this movie and obsessed with that scene because I thought it was the coolest thing. And that that really resonated with me as like that makes a pretty good Disney Channel star is like I was I wanted to see myself in him. I wanted to to see this like the weird kid shut down the cafeteria because now he's he's dancing cool. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give him that. I'm gonna say that that I <laughs> that's just my favorite Andrew Lawrence film. I think uh, even even more so than Horse Sense. But I agree, Hillary Duff is definitely like the Disney Channel star. Uh, the Lawrence brothers had a moment and it didn't really go anywhere. Unfortunately for them, Hillary Duff. Not only did Lizzie McGuire stay incredibly popular in, in a show that we all remember to this day, but that spawned a movie and that spawned her like singing career. And like there's a lot that goes into Hillary Duff and it's just a lot more than Andrew Lawrence. So I agree with you. Um, Julia, would you have also sent Hillary to the next round? First of all, I would like to say thank you for not giving me a heart attack because <laughs> Hillary Duff is literally my girl. Like, I love her so, so much. So, yeah, I would have gone with Hillary 100%. Um, I just love, I love who she is now. I love her son's name. I love her ARC Digest. I'm all about Hillary Duff. (laughs) So let's, let's move her on. (laughs) 
All right. Next matchup is number seven, Olivia Rodrigo taking on number 10, Zendaya, which is a very fun matchup because this feels like two of the, the same people. <laughs> uh, you have these two young uh, Disney Channel stars that happened in a very short amount of time and then they ditched. They, they jumped ship. They took off and did their own thing. Olivia Rodrigo, uh, obviously, we know her as the kind of big pop star that she is now. She obviously was in the first season and may, I guess maybe the second season of High School Musical, the musical, the series. But she got her start on Disney Channel in a show called Bizarre, B- Bizarre Vark. Bizarre uh, Vark, which featured uh, one of those Paul kids. I think it was Jake. One of those Paul kids. I think it's Jake Paul. Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, gosh. Uh, and so I, I had, I remembered hearing about this show, but this was in 2016. So I wasn't anywhere watching, um, Disney channel, but it didn't last very long. 2016 to 2018, kind Mm -hmm. of the standard length of a Disney channel show. Uh, and she was the, the main role. She played Paige Oliveira. Uh, and the show was like, them it felt like disney channel's iCarly like they were doing like an internet show type thing yeah, yeah, yeah. that they called they ran a youtube channel called bizarre vark and yeah whatever so that's where she comes on the scene she really takes off in high school musical the musical the series which i'm not really going to consider a disney channel show that was made for disney plus and it has a much different feel yeah. to it yeah. um and then now she's this huge pop star and has really left disney behind and it's very similar to Zendaya. Shout out Oakland one time. Um, she started on the Disney Channel as Rocky Blue in Shake It Up, which premiered in 2010. Uh, and Shake It Up, she starred alongside Bella Thorne, who we'll talk about in a little bit as well. Um, and it's about them being professional dancers, but also like kids coming of age sort of story um, in Chicago. So from there... Uh, she went on to like do a lot of these different like Disney Channel projects, including one that I've never heard of, but it's called Make Your Mark, the Ultimate Dance Off, <laughs> which is interesting. Uh, she was in the Decom Frenemies. She was in the Decon Zapped. Uh, and then she let became the lead in Casey Undercover in 2015, uh, which I surprisingly ran until 2018. So when I said that she kind of did her time and got out, I lied because she was there from like 2010 to 2018 doing Disney Channel content. And then she separated herself because at the same time, she was having this kind of budding um, music career. Uh, She then kind of focused on music a little bit more. And then she got into more of a traditional actor roles uh, in Euphoria, in the Spider-Man series. Um, so she's done a lot since then. That's not Disney really whatsoever. I mean, um, but I mean she, Spider-Man kind of Disney uh, yeah, adjacent. It's Disney adjacent, but um, even so, it's such a different feel from a lot of the other um, Marvel projects. And and you can kind of really tell with that one. I, I have more of an association with Zendaya starting at Disney Channel than I do Olivia Rodrigo starting at Disney Channel. Uh probably because she's done more roles and I knew that she had done more roles. Um, and uh, Olivia Rodrigo did two years basically. And when we see Olivia, we definitely don't associate her with Disney channel anymore with Zendaya. You, you also don't, but you always in the back of your mind are like, yeah, she was also like the lead in many 
different Disney Channel projects. So this feels like a toss up. I'm going to lean towards Zendaya here. Yeah, maybe we can call Zendaya the last Disney Channel star because oh, interesting. she rose from the fumes that was kind of like the, the I don't know. Yeah, just like people cutting cable. No one's really watching Disney Channel in the same way. So uh, she seems like she's the last one. She's yeah. bringing up the rear. Yeah. Uh, I love Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, yeah. I like her music. I like her in High School Musical, the musical, the series. Did I say the right number of mu- the musicals? Sure there? did. Sure did. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm going to agree with you and move Zendaya Marie Stormer Coleman uh, <laughs> on to the next round. Uh, Zendaya, you, sh- you mentioned she's from Oakland. My favorite little tidbit is she used to regularly perform at the Shakespeare theater in Orinda. So like East Bay gal, what up, what up? Yep. Uh, So she knows what she's doing. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I'm very excited to see where both of these uh, young performers go in their careers, but I'm I'm giving the edge to Zendaya as well. Julia, do you agree with that? hundred percent. Again, Another incredibly talented gal. She is just so incredible. I am guilty. I've never really, I think like in terms of Disney Channel, she was kind of after my time of when I watched Disney Channel. Um, but she's absolutely incredible in Euphoria. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, definitely Zendaya. All right. The next matchup is the number three seed Demi Lovato versus number 14 Brenda Song. And look, I'm going to have to say Brenda Song wins the stage name to real name contest because Brenda Song is her real name. She has no middle name. It's just Brenda Song. No alterations whatsoever. All right. Uh, She's real. (laughs) And then, and then, of course, you've got Demetria Devon Lovato, uh, Demi Jeez. short for Demetria, I suppose. Um, but Brenda Song's from Carmichael, California. She's a Cal Berkeley alum, so hmm. we love that for Brenda. Demi, to me, is the ultimate example of Disney trying to manufacture a star. Thousand percent. I don't know who. And, but I mean, you can take this back all the way to Haley Mills, bro. Like you can take this all the way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea that Disney's trying to like in a laboratory Petri dish, make a commercial success of a human being. Totally. But it just felt like it really reached fever pitch in the early to mid 2010s where it, you couldn't just be on a Disney TV show. No. You had to be not just featured on the Disney Channel Circle of Stars, like Circle of Life track and like Mm -hmm. on a Disney Mania. It was like you are on tour. You are performing music in the show that you're in. You are uh, signed to the Hollywood Records label and you're doing music as well. Yep. And there were definitely people that came after Selena People like Zendaya, but or, I'm sorry, people that came after Demi, but she she just felt like the one that Disney really just leaned on the hardest and probably a little bit too hard. 
Yeah, the, she is probably the prime example of the machine absolutely destroying somebody. Yeah, and, and you see that with Sunny with a Chance. Like, she was the lead in this TV show that I think had two seasons, and uh-huh. she was not very good in it. You know, like, she was not a very good actress, and the the music that she did was... You know, it was during that like rock and roll, like brief rock and roll resurgence when Guitar Hero was big. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just, I don't know. Yeah, like you said, it seemed like they tried to make her do a little bit too much and, and it definitely showed. Yeah. So like when you think about what Demi brings to being a Disney Channel star, she was massive. Like people loved her music. This Is Me was like a monster hit. Uh, mm-hmm. And then she went on to have a, a successful pop career kind of like post Disney. Uh, but when she was sort of in that, in that Disney channel family, I don't know. I think she was a little bit sort of like, I don't know. I, it just like that energy of like burnout felt yeah. like it came through. Yes. So it was hard to get a sense of her personality. And it, and if any personality came through, it was that like, I'm just a normal kid that mm-hmm. somehow ended up here. <laughs> totally. Totally. Up against Brenda's song. And I will, I will say this and you guys tell me if you agree with it. Brenda's song might be the most mature Disney star in the way that she comes across for being London Tipton, whose character is, is very like, uh, ditzy spoiled. And- yeah. The the actress Brenda Song, I feel like I would trust her to babysit me. She definitely feels like probably the most authentically human star on this bracket. She did she did some kind of uh like food series. They were they were those little like one minute bumpers that they'd play to fill time in between programming, and it was right. like, I'm Brenda Song, and like here's what you can do to like get more fruits and vegetables into your <laughs> diet, like as a kid. Uh, and it's like she was a travel channel, you know, hostess or something, you know, she mm-hmm. was just so good in those. And uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just get an entirely different vibe from Brenda. That's like so unique to so many of these other stars that feel like, you know, they're all, American idols in the making, you know, like you never really feel that with Brenda's song. I think they tried to throw her on a few little like musical things that like, yeah, she was part of the circle of stars and she was in at least one Disney mania CD. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was obviously like she's in sweet life. Um, she was in that Lindsay Lohan, Get a clue. Get a clue. She was like the nerdy tech friend, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's Wendy. Ultimate Christmas present. She's Wendy Woo, Wendy Woo homecoming warrior. Yeah. Uh, and she, and she was like, I think we crunched the numbers and she was like the most, the winningest Disney channel games athlete of all time. Yeah. So like in a lot of ways, I just, I, and, and, and bro, she's married to Macaulay Culkin. She fixed that man. Yeah. She fixed Macaulay Culkin. She has children <laughs> with Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Uh, so like, I just really, really admire Brenda song as a, as a person, as a performer and all of her characters, they just don't miss either. 
you know, like there's never like, mm, don't know if I liked that particular performance or like, Oh, that yeah. was kind of a weird one. She's just constantly stealing the scene in, in anything that she's in. I got the upset. I'm going with Brenda song over Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato reached some very high highs in her professional career, but Brenda song feels so contained to Disney that um, I think she's just such a big fish in a little pond. Yeah, I'm I agree with you. I think the upset is warranted here. Brenda song should be over Demi because of what we saw with Demi. We saw the burnout of a Disney child star. And when we think about what is the best star, uh, I think that we do see someone like Brenda song who has this like storied career within the Disney Channel who has had different roles, is in DCOMs, is in the Disney Channel games, is doing all of the little bumpers. Like she was a face of the channel for a very long time from 2000 in the ultimate Christmas present to this day with uh, all of the sweet life stuff and even voice acting in American Dragon Jake Long. Like She's done a ton of stuff and continues to do a ton of stuff for them in her adult life. And like when I think of these Disney Channel stars, I, I really do see Brenda Song. Uh, so I, I agree. I have the upset. 14 Brenda Song. Uh, Julia, when I said that, uh, you had a bit of a reaction. Were you, would you have gotten Demi there? 100%. Oh. Um, and that's, that's, you know, I she kind of reminds me a little bit of like a Judy Garland Hmm. Um, I think like everything you guys are saying makes sense where like it is the best like Disney star, um, not like the best like star or like the person with the most talent, whatever, but Mm -hmm. oh, that girl can sing. Like she can really, 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 really sing. I remember like hearing her for the first time, like watching Camp Rock and just being like, (laughs) <laughs> I come from a very small town, obviously. And I just remember like, wow, like this is the first time I'm actually like jealous of someone's like talent. <laughs> so who's like close to close, close in age to me. So yeah. no, that girl can sing. She's incredible. Um, And, you know, my heart just goes out to her story. Totally. So I would feel remiss if I didn't say anything. But anyway, (laughs) we get the shout out to Demi as she exits this bracket and we move on to this final matchup of the round of 16. It is the number six Shia LaBeouf versus number 11 Bella Thorne. And it's easily Shia LaBeouf here. I didn't even know Bella Thorne was on Disney Channel. Uh, And it's because she it seems like she wasn't there for very long. Uh, She, as I mentioned earlier, was uh, in Shake It Up with Zendaya. and also in Frenemies with Zendaya in 2012. And that's it. Bellathorn exits the building, does a bunch of like C-level horror films, uh, starts directing porn. Uh, it kind of just exits the building of Disney Channel. Shia LaBeouf had Disney Channel in a chokehold. We recently rewatched um, the Halloween episode of Even Stevens. Uh, during during the Halloween time, he is incredible. Yeah, <laughs> he is so funny. He is so his comedic timing is unreal for a kid his age. 
uh, during that show. And like, I remember that. Like, I remember even Stevens being such a good show because Shia and and uh, Christy really just carried it. Like, they were they worked so well together. Uh, you, you had the cheese, but you also had the goofiness. You had the serious stuff as well sometimes. And Shia really carried that. He really only did even Stevens, and then even Stevens movie. He stayed out of kind of the what we see Brenda Song doing which is everything. Uh, and he doesn't do like the Disney Channel games. He doesn't do the express yourself stuff. Like he kind of just sticks in his own zone and then eventually wants to make a career as not a Disney actor and goes and does Transformers and uh, Disturbia and all of that kind of stuff. Obviously, we know that he then has a fall off and, and a bunch of just kind of issues in his adult life. But as a Disney Channel star, he was a Disney Channel star uh, for his role in as Lewis and even Steven. So I, I have to go with Shia here. Yeah, I mean, I think you sort of misspoke because Shia LaBeouf was in the 9-11 uh, Express Yourself was he? advert. Uh, and he, it's really, I can't remember the soundbite that he says, but it's hilarious. It's, oh my gosh. It, it's one of the, it's one of those ones where you, you go, oh, oh, they definitely made him say that. Oh, here, hold on. The express yourself for this starts with Shia LaBeouf being like, I actually wrote a poem about it. <laughs> That's Can right. I, do you want to, do you want me to read this? <laughs> Just the most scripted, silly, oh like, God. oh my gosh. Yeah. So, okay. He wasn't it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, I'm with it. Same, same feelings. Um, I don't know how far Shia will make it. Cause like you said, he, he sort of stayed contained to even Stevens, but mm-hmm. like you said, I just don't think Bella Thorne did enough. Uh, and so Lewis Stevens is moving on. Julia, do you agree? <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Um, he has a really interesting like backstory. I don't really know too much about it, but it's a very much like what I say, but like a lot of like, I feel like the Disney Channel stars kind of came from like really like privileged backgrounds and he's kind of like the outlier yeah. in that situation. Like I know like when I guess when he first started even Stevens, like he was living in a hotel with his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, So I find that like really interesting. Um, And then this is really random, but like Bella Thorne's skincare routine is wild. She literally <laughs> dumps citric acid on her face. Oh my gosh. So that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> all right. We've done it. We've made it to the Elite Eight, and we're going to break it all down next time. Uh, it's going to start like this Number one, Miley Cyrus taking on the number nine Sprouse twins. 13, Joey Lawrence shows up against number five, Raven Simone. Across the bracket, Hillary Duff at the two seeds taking on number 10, Zendaya. And then rounding it all out is number 14, Brenda Song taking on the number six, Shia LaBeouf. Julia. Thank you for lending your Disney Channel stars knowledge to part one of this bracket. We are excited to have you back for part two next time. All right, everyone, you know how to reach us. If you got something to say about Disney Channel stars, did we miss one? Do you have a Disney Channel memory you'd like to share with us? Send us an email at mousemadnesspodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. All of our channels are linked in the description of this episode. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash mousemadness and join us at the $5 level by becoming a member of Jerry's Gang. Folks, we will see you in the next one. And until then, shake 
Shake it up.